When planning for retirement, it seems everybody has advice for you. From coworkers to family members, we're only trying to help, they say, but are they? On today's show, we'll highlight several bogus pieces of advice that you should avoid. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Hey, welcome in, gang. This is Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe is an investment advisor representative. He's a fiduciary. He's independent. He's got uh, just a, well, Murphy Wealth Management is where you'll find him. MWMfinancial.tax is the website. MWMfinancial.tax. That's the website. Hi, Joe. How are you? All in, Steve. All in. This is a crazy <laughs> week. Having a good time. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, very well, thanks. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's good to be busy, right? But I think you sometimes... You're not sure which direction you're headed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, during periods of volatility, we definitely get into overload. But, you know, you always heard when when you were younger about time management, time management, how important it is. And, you know, you have to account for your time or it can really get away from you, especially when, you know, you get pulled in different directions. We do a lot of different stuff at this firm. And, and you know, primarily managing money is my primary focus and primary goal for our clients. So when, when we have a little bit of volatility out there, it definitely takes a lot of my attention and a lot of my time to help navigate these portfolios through these periods of time and make sure that, you know, we're doing the best uh, stewarding our clients' money through retirement and, and beyond. Yeah, right. And again, that's, uh, I mean, that is what you do. And uh, I, I like this segment. We're going to talk about some uh, things that uh, people may advise. People are often, you know, they're so willing to help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and whether we want the advice or not, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, you know, so I think the one one of the things we talk about is Social Security. We talk about a lot, Joe, and that, um, you know, you don't some I've heard people say, well, I'm just going to retire on Social Security. I don't need to worry about anything else. Eh, <laughs> probably not. huh? <laughs> um, not the best idea out there. You know, I, I will tell you this. You talk about, you know, getting advice from family members, coworkers. This is definitely not one you want to you want to go alone, especially going straight on Social Security. I mean, you think about it. What's the average Social Security income that we see out there? Probably like sixteen hundred bucks a month. Just ballpark. Um, you know, you just look at some basic things out there. You know, if you're relying solely on Social Security, um, you know, look at your Medicare Part B premium. What's that? One seventy ten monthly. You know, for your for your health insurance coverage. You know, it's over ten percent of that monthly income just on your Medicare Part B. You throw in your prescription medication. That's another thirty bucks. Transportation, food costs right now with you know the CPI just got released at seven point five percent. Fuel costs are, are through the roof. You know, it's just. I don't think it's a good idea. This should be a definite catalyst to action to save supplemental money for retirement. Going on Social Security alone is just not a good idea. And some people are in that situation. And I think, you know, they're forced to now look for part-time work to supplement. It's just not a good idea to to try and depend on the, the U.S. government and Social Security for, for you know, your future. Um, I, I just don't think it, it can work. You know, some people have to make it work. But if you have the opportunity to save while you're working, you absolutely want to take advantage of that, Steve. Well, and I think one of the things that that people do is, is they... they they think, well, that Social Security, uh, that's going to it's going to go away anyway. So I just better I better just claim while I can. Let's dispel that myth right now. <laughs> yes, <please. laughs> you yes. know, we get it a lot. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, the you know, these unfunded obligations by the U.S. government, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. You know, it's the third rail of politics. No politician really wants to touch it. We hit on this uh, probably a couple months ago with that Sacred Trust Act. And, and right. you know, there's there's a congressman really trying to tackle these these issues. And I, and I, I really think. It, it needs it. But Social Security is not going broke, guys. Um, as long as we have workers and employers paying payroll taxes, it's not going to run out of money. It's a pay-as-you-go system. So the revenue coming in from you know the FICA taxes, um, they're going to cover most of the benefits going out. Obviously, we have a little bit of a shortfall with you know the the boomers retiring and you know people re- choosing to retire early. Um, it's going to face some funding challenges. Social Security has some funding challenges, but for decades, you know it's collected more than it's paid out. So you know building that surplus over time, and now we're running into you know a, a possible 
deficit, um, we do need some changes. But the things that uh, our government uses to change Social Security is maybe raising that retirement age. Um, but we're not going to run out of money. You can depend on that, but don't depend on it for all your income in retirement. How's that? I think that's wise. I, you know, I mean, again, even FDR, when, when it was introduced, it was never designed to be 100% of someone's uh, you know retirement income. No, and, and nor should it. I mean, look at what's happening right now. If you would have retired within the last year, you'd be in real trouble if you were depending on Social Security alone. <laughs> I mean, with the inflation going, you know, 7.5%. You know, I'll tell you a quick story. Amber and I were going to a, a high school hoops game with, uh, with the boy, and, you know, we were out there. We went to grab something to eat at a local restaurant, and uh, Amber had ordered a, a chicken sandwich. And when she got the chicken sandwich, we got our food, and we're looking at it. She opens up the bun, and I'm not kidding you, the chicken breast sandwich was about as big as a chicken tender. And oh, we gosh. thought it was... <laughs> yeah, we thought it was a mistake. So she went up really nice. You know, this is a family-owned restaurant. And, and she's like, is this, you know, did you, is this a mistake? And they're like, no, that's it. So she got a lot of bun on that one. But it was, <laughs> yeah, I guess you so. know, everyone, everyone's feeling the pinch. And if you're on a fixed income, this inflation is really going to impact that spending power. So you have the opportunity to keep up with inflation with the living wage, but try and get disciplined and really start saving money to supplement. Don't go into retirement to depending on the U.S. government as your sole source of income for your future. You could run into serious trouble with things outside of your control like inflation. 800-930-5905. That's the number you can call to get you started, uh, folks. And uh, so another, we're talking about myths. We're kind of to dispel some of those myths. You did a great job on the Social Security one. I like it. The uh, But that 4% rule, I mean, that's been around, Joe, since the 90s. And yeah. it, it's not necessarily, I mean, it's not a bad you know, rule of thumb, if you will, but there's more to it than that today. Absolutely. It's an average, Steve, you know, and that's what people are saying, hey, 4%, but look, you, you can't take into account what possibly could happen in the future. We always, and I'm the biggest proponent of it out there, I always look at history to kind of determine what could happen. But if you're depending on your investment accounts, especially as your sole source of income outside of, you know, social security, you could run into some serious trouble with volatility if you're taking money. We've talked about that sequence of returns risk. And that's, you know, drawing money out and the market starts decreasing, whether we go into a prolonged bear market or we have a violent correction. Um, that 4% rule, it, you know, a lot, of, a lot of analysts are saying, yeah, you know, maybe that's more like the 2.5% rule. One of the things that we do at this firm to combat that is we're using annuities um, as, as a partner, as a sidecar to people's retirement, because most of the payout factors when you're hitting retirement age are between four and 5% of your overall value anyways, and that's guaranteed for the rest of your life. So, you know, throw that 4% rule out the window. If we can safeguard your income guaranteed between four and 5% of your overall value, no matter what happens in the U.S. stock market, that's the way you create that guaranteed lifetime income, Steve, and we don't have to worry about a 4% rule, 3% rule. Then with your gravy money, the investment money, it allows me to get a little bit more aggressive and play the market because I know I got your income covered. And that's the thing about, about getting into retirement, Joe, working with a with an, a fiduciary advisor like you sure. and, and your team and that, you know, you give us the confidence that we need to step into retirement. And that's a big deal. I mean, I think that's so important to have that confidence. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to look someone in the eye, you know, at age 79 or 85 or whatever it is and say, guess what, you know, we didn't account for this legislation or we didn't think this was going to happen with the market. I'm sorry, but you're out of money. You know, I'm not oh, having that man. conversation with my clients. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I hate annuities. We don't like annuities. This isn't an annuity show. I'm a fiduciary and investment advisor. We use what works. You know, I'm more concerned with how something works than what it's called and what it does for our clients. Um, so if it's a good fit, we're going to use it. And if it's explained thoroughly and, you know, as a transparent fiduciary, we put that out there. But if I can show someone, hey, this is guaranteed, you're never going to run out of money, no matter what happens with the market, it can be a really good foundation to an income plan in retirement. Well, and that's so important. It's, that, it's all about the cash flow. It's all about that income. And again, sure. that's recurring income. That's growing income through retirement. That's what you do. That's how you plot this whole thing out. Yeah. I mean, you have 
to look it's it, the reason why we do retirement planning is to generate income you know that's the bottom line you know when it comes to investment advisement my job is to make my clients money based on what their most importantly their time horizon and their risk tolerance and the longer time horizon that i have before they need money the more aggressive that we can get as long as they're comfortable with taking that risk but when it comes to income planning that is the foundation of every retirement plan that we do here some people just don't like the annuities and that's fine you know then we're going to come up with a plan that says you know what we can withdraw this or we're going to withdraw that but there are no guarantees when it comes to the u.s stock market we can use these rules of thumb but if something happens out of our control there, there's there's no well you know what we only took four percent so we should get our money back that doesn't happen so if you're taking risk you know you have to assume some level of risk to get returns if you're if you're solely depending on investment steve but that doesn't come with a guarantee like an annuity right exactly 800-930-5905 and you know we're talking about so dispelling some myths if you will um so relocating to a cheap part of the country uh, can uh, make up for that uh, you know less than desirable nest egg and i got in theory it sounds good but i that, again you got to you got to look at things realistically yeah i mean some people don't want to move away from your roots you might not want to move away from your family and your friends and the grandkids you know and if you are one of those people that does and, and you're not attached and you want to move around sure there can be some advantages but you really got to pay close attention i mean look at the states that you know we border indiana where we're in and illinois illinois doesn't tax retirement income indiana does but is it better to live in illinois or indiana it depends on your income level it depends on where you live it depends on what's going on so each case can be different so just because florida doesn't tax retirement income it may not be the best place to retire so that's why we guide our clients through a lot of them may want to move to florida they might want to move to new mexico wherever it is we're going to break that down for them and say here's where you are if you stay in illinois or indiana this is what it could be if you go down to florida or wherever you might go wherever that dream place is you know that's how we make it work each case is treated differently uh, why don't we invite folks to call jill give us a little you, bit of what you're going to offer we're going to continue that offer for our next 10 callers with at least two hundred and fifty thousand dollars saved for retirement we are going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you are in need of a full-blown retirement plan there's absolutely no cost or obligation for radio listeners that call in right now this analysis is going to include a fee report and a portfolio risk assessment which will untangle the cost of your current advisor and help you understand how much risk you're taking with your investments guys that's so important at these levels next we're going to include a tax analysis to determine if we can reduce your overall tax burden and increase your cash flow which will put more money in your pocket instead of good old uncle sam and then finally guys we're going to create that customized lifetime income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could electrify your retirement income for the rest of your life let us help you take the guesswork out of retirement planning these 10 spots go quick every week steve give our listeners that magic number to call 800-930-5905 again 800-930-5905 Women generally live longer than men, and their relationship with money has certainly evolved over the years, but it could be better. When we get back, we'll take a look at some differences between men and women when it comes to retirement planning. We're back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, uh, Joe is uh, with Murphy Wealth Management. The website is mwmfinancial.tax. Been helping folks for more than 20 years get to and through retirement. That's what you do, and that's what you have developed here with uh, with your company, Joe, is that, you know, you've got Amber, who is your wife, and she's also an enrolled tax agent. That's a cool thing. You've also got, um, you know, Marlo, who is the estate planning attorney. She is right there with you as well. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's your classic one-stop shop, which is unusual in the world of financial advisors. It really is. And I think it gives us a little bit of a different perspective, Steve, because we do deal with so many unique situations and so many facets throughout finance. Um, you know, we were talking about myths last segment. The reason why I know so much about the myths and what's coming on is because we do a lot of IRS representation at this firm. So we've seen all those things with, you know, the, the neighbor's brother told me this and I didn't know. And, you know, unfortunately, I didn't know isn't really an excuse that the IRS 
IRS is going to take. No. Um, but that's how we have these experiences, Steve. You know, we 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 generally we handle a lot when it comes at us, and and you know, experience to me is the best way to learn. And being around these professionals, you know, the estate planning attorney with Marla and Amber, you know, just basically the the tax code guru, you know, it really helps. So if I have a client that I'm sitting down with and we're looking at, you know, trying to stay under a certain tax bracket, I can run over to Amber's office and say, hey, what do we have here? What can we do? And she is going to spout it off and say, look, you know, we're going to do this, this and this. I can't tell you how helpful that is when it comes to comprehensive planning for our clients, because more goes into it than just investment management. Absolutely. And and, uh, we're going to talk about women in retirement. And again, I think many times women come up on the short end of the stick when it comes to saving for retirement, retirement planning. And, uh, you know, I guess that needs to change. And it has changed some. And, you know, I think it's interesting that, you know, you work with primarily women. Yeah, and yeah, so we do. you kind of bring a perspective that I think a lot of women are looking for right now when, when it comes to retirement planning, whether they're whether they're with a, a spouse or not. You know, each gender, you know, we look at things differently. You know, we do. It's just, you know, I look at things in a different way than Amber or some of the girls in the office look at, at things. And and to me, that gives me a comprehensive approach. I, you know, when you're looking at it from two different sides, you can kind of see something that, you know, me as a guy may miss. Um, so I love having that perspective of a female to understand a situation on their terms. You know, it helps me plan for our clients because, you know, a lot of our clients, they're, they're couples. So we're dealing with both and we have to deal with, you know, women live longer than men. You know, it's just part of it. Us guys. We don't we don't live as long. And so we have to incorporate that and we have to take care of the ladies that we're planning for. And we need to make sure that they don't run out of money. So it's critical to understand not only the female perspective, but to be with the firm that really gets it. You know, we have, you know, a high percentage of of female clients at this firm. And a lot of them are very comfortable coming with us because, you know, I'm surrounded by five ladies here, you know, and it (laughs) is and and they can relate you know, and they, you know, I, I just think it's 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 really nice um, for especially a lot of single women to come into a firm and understand that their their voices are going to be heard. You know, they're going to be understood. And you know, you don't get that maybe with the you know the twenty or thirty year broker that's been doing this you know for forever. You, you may not get get that from a traditional guy. And I probably wouldn't have that perspective if I wasn't surrounded by females. Absolutely, and I, I mean, again, the survey done by UBS found that eighty five percent of women manage everyday expenses, but only 23% take the lead when it comes to long-term financial planning. Joe, has that been your experience? Is that about right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when, when we're looking at it, it can be intimidating. You know, finance can be very intimidating and it's not something you can just pick up a book and say, okay, I got it now. You know, it's right. one one piece of information tends to lead down a path of 50 more. So, you know, it's, you know, once you dive down the rabbit hole of finance, it's a time consumer. Um, so yeah, I think it can be intimidating. And I think it can be something that creates, you know, avoidance, you know, we tend to avoid the things that we don't understand, we say, you know, no, I'm going to do it later, I'm going to do it later. So yeah, I do agree with that statistics. But that's why I think partnering with an advisor that understands, you know, what is in store longevity risk and things that females are facing out there can be a real benefit to, to our female clients. And because women live longer than men, they need to save more money. It's not them specifically, but that plan needs to take that into account that they may live five years, eight years, 10 years longer. I mean, I think my grandmother lived about 15 years longer than my grandfather. Yeah. And that's where planning comes into play. And, you know, for, for our couples in our, you know, fifties and sixties, we're going to look at ways to make sure that we're not only taking care of, of one, but we're taking care of both. And that can come in, you know, one of the things that we use that's, you know, traditionally easy to make sure that one doesn't leave out of money is life insurance. You know, it's real easy to get into place. We can account for the cost and it makes sure God forbid one spouse passes away, you know, we can make up for that social security you're going to lose. And that's another thing that people we see all the time, Steve, is, is God forbid one spouse passes away. And, and you know, the odds are usually it's the man. Um, the, the female comes in and doesn't understand that, you know, she's going to lose one of those social security. She only gets greater than two. So it's going to have an impact, a direct impact, a reduction of her overall income. That's where life insurance can come into play because it's a tax-free death benefit. It allows me, especially me, look, I'm more, I'm worth more on the ground than I am above it, but I want to make sure that Amber's taken care of when I'm no longer able to provide. And that's what life insurance really can be used as a planning tool to make sure if one spouse outlives the other, 
other, they're not going to run out of money. Absolutely. And women, uh, you know, do you find that women, as, th as they get a little bit older, are they really risk averse? Because I know a lot of guys are, you know, they've got the Vegas attitude, you know, let it ride. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but women, know, I, women on the other hand, they're a little more conservative. I would say it's 50-50. You know, definitely men are, are more aggressive. You know, that that's that's just, you know, we have that that we have that ability yes. to just, just go all out. That's just how we are. You know, we're we're, we're genetically trained for that, I guess. Um, but no, I, I think that, you know, it just depends on it depends on the person. You know, if 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 they feel secure, I think they understand a portion of their, you know, their their savings can be, you know, put into the market and assume of some risk, but all in, I don't think that's a good idea for either gender is to go all eggs in one basket with anything. Um, but like I said, it just depends on the person. I wouldn't say that I see more women, you know, tending to be conservative over men. I think it depends on the situation, what the savings are and what the goals are. And um, to me, it's just, you know, it's all customly tailored to where their fit is and what their appetite for risk is. I think it's interesting when you look at statistically, and although women do not invest as much, when they do, they're more successful than men oftentimes. Yeah, and you know, they're not as impulsive. Um, and, and to me, you know, nine times out of 10, when when we have volatility, it's usually the husband that's going to call and, and say, look, I'm this is I'm ready to sell. <laughs> yes. know, I'm ready to get get rid of it. I'm ready to go. I've had enough. Um, and no, I think I think women are, are more patient than men and they understand. And as long as you have an investment plan and it's been explained and look, we have to account for volatility in the market. It happens, you know, bear markets, recessions. They're part of an economic cycle. They're part of a market cycle. They're going to happen. Happen. And as long as you understand that, you know, you're not going to, you know, this isn't going to jeopardize your entire future. You're not putting everything you have into the stock market. I think women tend to be more patient as long as there's an investment plan and they understand who they're working with and what we're trying to accomplish. And I think one of the things about women, you know, they're our moms and they're the grandmoms and they're the, yep. they're, they, they put other people before them without even thinking. And we've got to sort of change that, that mindset for women. Yeah. You got to put your own mask first. Like the airplane all that exactly. you know saying is you got you got to take care of yourself and look you know moms grandmas look at you want to give to your kids you know that's that's part of that's part of life you want to give them a better life than, than what you had and that you know sometimes though you got to take care of yourself first because of that earning power and you know the ability to earn a living wage deteriorates the older that you get. And if you're giving away your savings, you know, to your kids or your grandkids, you could find yourself in big, big trouble. So making sure that you're taking care of first and that you know that you've got yourself covered before you start helping the kids and then the grandkids, it can be a really good guideline to make sure that you don't run out of money in retirement at the worst possible time. Do you ever have to be the bad cop, Joe? <laughs> I'm not good at being the bad cop. I'm the bad cop with people that upset my, my clients, but you know, it, to me, I, I just speak, I speak my mind and, you know, I, I want to understand a situation and I'm never going to make someone feel bad about a situation, but, you know, we have to point out deficiencies sometimes, sure. but when we're pointing out deficiencies, I always have a solution or at least options to consider to try and mitigate or, or lessen any type of risk or anything like that. So, you know, we are very thorough with our clients. It's a conversation, but, you know, I guess being the, the, the bad cop, um, it depends if there's, you know, serious situation, maybe there's, um, excess spending that we need to take a look at and then you know oh my gosh it's like getting in an argument with a married couple and all of a sudden you're in the middle of it that's why i avoid that like the oh play. yeah i would guess oh, so. yeah, kick, <laughs> kick in the middle of that um but either way like i said it it to me it's just understanding a situation you know good cop bad cop presenting options being transparent having a relationship and communication i think if you put that on the table you can have a, a productive discussion and, and you can make sense of things and, and avoid the things that might be derailing an overall plan and start putting things into place to say, you know what, here's your goal. This is where you want to be. These are the things that we need to go. So as we're doing our quarterly reviews and as we're having our meetings, we can do updates and say, hey, this isn't happening yet. What's going on? So it gives us a little checklist to say, hey, how's our progress going? So maybe not bad cop, but just keeping tabs on an overall situation and achieving those goals. Just a little nudge. <laughs> just a little nudge. There you go. Well, on that note, why don't we invite folks to call Joe? This is, and uh, you know, women in particular, uh, you know, we were talking about them and, you know, specifically this segment. So, you know, let's encourage them to call. Absolutely, guys. And if you want something you've never had, you got to do something you've never done. And that starts with a phone call. 
I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you know what? I'm going to call and Joe's not going to call me back. Guess what? I am the one that calls you back and we'll have a conversation. It's real easy, you know, 10 minutes just to get a little understanding to see if it's a fit, you know, relationship wise and to see if we can be a benefit to you. So if you're one of the next 10 callers with at least $250,000 saved for retirement, we are going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that's going to indicate if you are in need of a full blown retirement plan. There's no cost or obligation for our radio listeners that call in right now. The analysis will include a fee report and a portfolio risk assessment, which will untangle the cost of your current plan or advisor and help you understand how much risk you're taking with your investments. Then next, we're going to include that tax analysis to determine if we can reduce your overall tax burden and increase your cash flow. That's going to put more money in your pocket instead of good old Uncle Sam. And then finally, guys, we're going to create that customized lifetime income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income for the rest of your life. Let us help you take the guesswork out of retirement planning. These 10 spots go quick every week, Steve. Give our listeners that magic number to call. 800-930-5905. It is just that simple to get the ball rolling. Here's your chance to get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's a practical financial review. I know a lot of you looking for a second opinion. Yes, make Joe your first call. 800-930-5905. You'll get that comprehensive financial review that Joe just talked about. But more importantly, when you walk out the door, you will have in your hand that roadmap, a guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. When we come back, we'll highlight several mistakes that some retirees make and we'll tell you how to avoid them. We're back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, uh, Joe is uh, with Murphy Wealth Management. The website is mwmfinancial.tax. Been helping folks for more than 20 years get to and through retirement. That's what you do, and that's what you have developed here with uh, with your company, Joe, is that, you know, you've got Amber, who is your wife, and she's also an enrolled tax agent. That's a cool thing. You've also got, um, you know, Marlo, who is the estate planning attorney. She is right there with you as well. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's your classic one-stop shop, which is unusual in the world of financial advisors. It really is. And I think it gives us a little bit of a different perspective, Steve, because we do deal with so many unique situations and so many facets throughout finance. Um, you know, we were talking about myths last segment. The reason why I know so much about the myths and what's coming on is because we do a lot of IRS representation at this firm. So we've seen all those things with, you know, the, the neighbor's brother told me this and I didn't know. And, you know, unfortunately, I didn't know isn't really an excuse that the IRS is going to take. No. Um, but that's how we have these experiences, Steve. You know, we 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 generally we handle a lot when it comes at us. And and you know, experience to me is the best way to learn and being around these professionals, you know, the estate planning attorney with Marla and Amber, you know, just basically the the tax code guru, <laughs> you know, it really helps. So if I have a client that I'm sitting down with and we're looking at, you know, trying to stay under a certain tax bracket, I can run over to Amber's office and say, hey, what do we have here? What can we do? And she is going to spout it off and say, look, you know, we're going to do this, this and this. I can't tell you how helpful that is when it comes to comprehensive planning for our clients because more goes into it than just investment management. Absolutely. And and uh, we're going to talk about women in retirement. And again, I think many times women come up on the short end of the stick when it comes to saving for retirement, retirement planning. And, uh, you know, I guess that needs to change. And it has changed some. And, I, you know, I think it's interesting that, you know, you work with primarily women. Yeah. And yeah, so you kind of bring a perspective that I think a lot lot of women are looking for right now when, when it comes to retirement planning, whether they're whether they're with a, a spouse or not. You know, each gender, you know, we look at things differently. You know, we do. It's just, you know, I look at things in a different way than Amber or some of the girls in the office look at, at things. And, and to me, that gives me a comprehensive approach. I, you know, when you're looking at it from two different sides, you can kind of see something that, you know, me as a guy may miss. Um, so I love having that perspective of a female to understand a situation on their terms. You know, it helps me plan for our clients because, you know, a lot of our clients, they're, they're couples. So we're dealing with both and we have to deal with, you know, women live longer than men. You know, it's just part of it. Us guys. We don't 
we don't live as long. And so we have to incorporate that and we have to take care of the ladies that we're planning for. And we need to make sure that they don't run out of money. So it's critical to understand not only the female perspective, but to be with the firm that really gets it. You know, we have a, you know, a high percentage of, of female clients at this firm, and a lot of them are very comfortable coming with us because, you know, I'm surrounded by five ladies here, you know, and it <laughs> yes. is, and, and they can relate you know, and they, you know, I, I just think it's 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 really nice um, for especially a lot of single women to come into a firm and understand that their their voices are going to be heard. You know, they're going to be understood. And you know, you don't get that maybe with the you know the twenty or thirty year broker that's been doing this you know for forever. You, you may not get get that from a traditional guy. And I probably wouldn't have that perspective if I wasn't surrounded by females. Absolutely. And I, I mean, again, the survey done by UBS found that eighty five percent of women manage everyday expenses, but only 23% take the lead when it comes to long-term financial planning. Joe, has that been your experience? Is that about right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when, when we're looking at it, it can be intimidating. You know, finance can be very intimidating and it's not something you can just pick up a book and say, okay, I got it now. You know, it's right. one, one piece of information tends to lead down a path of 50 more. So, you know, it's, you know, once you dive down the rabbit hole of finance, it's a time consumer. Um, so yeah, I think it can be intimidating and I think it can be something that creates, you know, avoidance. You know, we tend to avoid the things that we don't understand. We say, you know, no, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it later. So yeah, I do agree with that statistics, but that's why I think partnering with an advisor that understands, you know, what is in store, longevity risk and things that females are facing out there can be a real benefit to, to our female clients. And because women live longer than men, they need to save more money. It's not them specifically, but that plan needs to take that into account that they may live five years, eight years, 10 years longer. I mean, I think my grandmother lived about 15 years longer than my grandfather. Yeah. And that's where planning comes into play. And, you know, for, for our couples in our, you know, fifties and sixties, we're going to look at ways to make sure that we're not only taking care of, of one, but we're taking care of both. And that can come in, you know, one of the things that we use that's, you know, traditionally easy to make sure that one doesn't leave out of money is life insurance. You know, it's real easy to get into place. We can account for the cost and it makes sure God forbid one spouse passes away, you know, we can make up for that social security you're going to lose. And that's another thing that people we see all the time, Steve, is, is God forbid one spouse passes away. And, and, you know, the odds are usually it's the man. Um, the, the female comes in and doesn't understand that, you know, she's going to lose one of those social security. She only gets greater than two. So it's going to have an impact, a direct impact, a reduction of her overall income. That's where life insurance can come into play because it's a tax-free death benefit. It allows me, especially me, look, I'm more, I'm worth more on the ground than I am above it, but I want to make sure that Amber's taken care of when I'm no longer able to provide. And that's what life insurance really can be used as a planning tool to make sure if one spouse outlives the other, they're not going to run out of money. Absolutely. And women, uh, you know, do you find that women, as, th as they get a little bit older, are they really risk averse? Because I know a lot of guys are, you know, they've got the Vegas attitude, you know, let it ride. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but women, know, I, women on the other hand, they're a little more conservative. I would say it's 50-50. You know, definitely men are, are more aggressive. You know, that that's that's just, you know, we have that that we have that ability yes. to just, just go all out. That's just how we are. You know, we're, we're, we're genetically trained for that, I guess. Um, but no, I, I think that, you know, it just depends on, it depends on the person, you know, if, if, if they feel secure, I think they understand a portion of their, you know, their, their savings can be, you know, put into the market and assume of some risk, but all in, I don't think that's a good idea for either gender is to go all eggs in one basket with anything. Um, but like I said, it just depends on the person. I wouldn't say that I see more women, you know, tending to be conservative over men. I think it depends on the situation, what the savings are and what the goals are and, um, to me, it's just, you know, it's all customly tailored to where their fit is and what their appetite for risk is. I think it's interesting when you look at statistically and although women do not invest as much when they do, they're more successful than men oftentimes. Yeah. And, you know, they're not as impulsive. Um, and, and to me, you know, nine times out of 10, when, when we have volatility, it's usually the husband that's going to call and, and say, look, I'm, this is, I'm ready to sell. <laughs> you yes. know, I'm ready to get, get rid of it. I'm ready to go. I've had enough. Um, and no, I think, I think women are, are more patient than men and they understand. And as long as you have an investment plan and it's been explained and look, we have to account for volatility in the market. It happens, you know, bear markets, recessions, they're part of an economic cycle. They're part of a market cycle. They're going to 
happen. And as long as you understand that, you know, you're not going to, you know, this isn't going to jeopardize your entire future. You're not putting everything you have into the stock market. I think women tend to be more patient as long as there's an investment plan and they understand who they're working with and what we're trying to accomplish. And I think one of the things about women, you know, they're our moms and they're the grandmoms and they're the, yep. they're, they, they put other people before them without even thinking. And we've got to sort of change that, that mindset for women. Yeah. You got to put your own mask first, like the airplane old uh, exactly. you know, saying is you got, you got to take care of yourself and look, you know, moms, grandmas, look at you want to give to your kids. You know, that's, that's part of, that's part of life. You want to give them a better life than, than what you had And that, you know, sometimes though, you got to take care of yourself first because of that earning power and, you know, the ability to earn a living wage deteriorates the older that you get. And if you're giving away your savings, you know, to your kids or your grandkids, you could find yourself in big, big trouble. So making sure that you're taking care of first and that you know that you've got yourself covered before you start helping the kids and then the grandkids, it can be a really good guideline to make sure that you don't run out of money in retirement at the worst possible time. Do you ever have to be the bad cop, Joe? <laughs> I'm not good at being the bad cop. I'm the bad cop with people that upset my my clients, but you know, it to me, I, I just speak, I speak my mind and, you know, I, I want to understand a situation and I'm never going to make someone feel bad about a situation, but, you know, we have to point out deficiencies sometimes, sure. but when we're pointing out deficiencies, I always have a solution or at least options to consider to try and mitigate or, or lessen any type of risk or anything like that. So, you know, we are very thorough with our clients. It's a conversation, but, you know, I guess being the, the, the bad cop, um, it depends if there's, you know, serious situation, maybe there's, um, excess spending that we need to take a look at and then you know oh my gosh it's like getting in an argument with a married couple and all of a sudden you're in the middle of it that's why i avoid that like the oh play. yeah i would guess oh, so. yeah, kick, <laughs> kick in the middle of that um but either way like i said it it to me it's just understanding a situation you know good cop bad cop presenting options being transparent having a relationship and communication i think if you put that on the table you can have a, a productive discussion and, and you can make sense of things and, and avoid the things that might be derailing an overall plan and start putting things into place to say, you know what, here's your goal. This is where you want to be. These are the things that we need to go. So as we're doing our quarterly reviews and as we're having our meetings, we can do updates and say, hey, this isn't happening yet. What's going on? So it gives us a little checklist to say, hey, how's our progress going? So maybe not bad cop, but just keeping tabs on an overall situation and achieving those goals. Just a little nudge. Just a little <laughs> nudge. There you go. Well, on that note, why don't we invite folks to call Joe? This is, and uh, you know, women in particular, uh, you know, we were talking about them and, you know, specifically this segment. So, you know, let's encourage them to call. Absolutely, guys. And if you want something you've never had, you got to do something you've never done. And that starts with a phone call. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you know what, I'm going to call and Joe's not going to call me back. Guess what? I am the one that calls you back and we'll have a conversation. It's real easy. You know, 10 minutes just to get a little understanding to see if it's a fit, you know, relationship wise and to see if we can be a benefit to you. So if you're one of the next 10 callers with at least two $250,000 saved for retirement, we are going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that's going to indicate if you are in need of a full-blown retirement plan. There's no cost or obligation for our radio listeners that call in right now. The analysis will include a fee report and a portfolio risk assessment, which will untangle the cost of your current plan or advisor and help you understand how much risk you're taking with your investments. Then next, we're going to include that tax analysis to determine if we can reduce your overall tax burden and increase your cash flow. That's going to put more money in your pocket instead of good old Uncle Sam. And then finally, guys, we're going to create that customized lifetime income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income for the rest of your life. Let us help you take the guesswork out of retirement planning. These 10 spots go quick every week, Steve. Give our listeners that magic number to call. 800-930-5905. It is just that simple to get the ball rolling. Here's your chance to get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's a practical financial review. I know a lot of you looking for a second opinion. Yes, make Joe your first call. 800-930-5905. You'll get that comprehensive financial review that Joe just talked about. But more importantly, when you walk out the door, you will have in your hand that roadmap, a guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905.
800-985-5905. When we come back, we'll highlight several mistakes that some retirees make and we'll tell you how to avoid them. on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, of course, Joe is a fiduciary. He is an independent investment advisor representative, 20 plus years experience, uh, Joe. And uh, your passion for this business has never never wavered. No, I love it. And and again, it's because we do so many different things. So there's always something going on here. You know, it's always hustle and bustle at this office and it's always fun. So no, I mean, it's hard to not be fired up. Look, we're helping people. And whenever you can help people, it makes you feel good and it makes you want to help more people. Um, so there's a high energy in this office. All the girls have a, you know, a great positive attitude. It's, it's a fun place to work. It's a fun place to be around. I spent a lot of time at this office, believe it or not, Steve. I don't doubt and, you. Yeah. But you know what? It's because we enjoy it. You know, I like being here. I like dealing with people. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, I think our clients can feel that energy when they come in. We like to put a smile on their face and make it an enjoyable experience. And I think, you know, it's something that, you know, it's a family owned business. And I think it shows and people feel that energy. Absolutely. 800-930-5905 is the number you can call to get things started. So we're talking about, um, you know, some mistakes that we want to avoid. Uh, bumps in the road, I think, is a term that you used. And you, you mentioned this in the first segment, Joe, you talked about inflation. I mean, that is something that up until now, I mean, for the last 10 years, it has not really been a point of discussion. I know you included in your plans, but right now, if I'm a client, I'm asking you, what are we doing about this, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. Look, we're sitting at a 40-year high, you know, yeah. at 7.5%. And, and the reason why we had a little volatility in, in, in the market after, after the CPI numbers were released is it was forecasted at 7.3. You know, this is the fastest rise since 1982. You know, this is something that's in everybody's mind. You know, when your spending power gets eroded, you're looking at energy prices specifically are really boosting that CPI. PI, um, you know, it's it's scary because look, if you're a retiree and you're on fixed income, your dollars aren't going as far and you may not have the ability to earn more. So it's cramping your lifestyle. So what are we going to do? We have to rely on the Federal Reserve. That's one of their two jobs. They have two jobs. Jerome Powell, the chair of the Federal Reserve, his main focus is making sure the employment is full, the labor is full in this country, and then inflation does not get out of control. And one of the, the weapons that the Fed uses to combat inflation is raising interest rates. And, you know, this market, traders have already priced in up to four rate increases for 2022. Um, but, you know, we're, we're hearing stuff from the Fed that we're probably looking at a half percent increase in March. Um, what that means is if you're an investor, we could be in for some shaky stuff here. But if you take a look at it overall, and again, I'm going to go back to history, Steve, so we can really understand because you're going to hear a lot of stuff out there. I've gotten calls from clients saying, I'm reading the market's going to crash. It's all over. It's all history. Let's take a look at some facts here. And I pulled up some data just to give our radio listeners some information on what's happened in the past. So let's take a look at the S&P returns, the S&P 500. Um, returns during years with four plus rate hikes. You know, this is going back to 1978. So it's got a really good, you know, window to take a look at. We've only had two years in the S&P 500 with four more rate hikes that are negative returns. Wow. 1978, we were at 1.06. 1979, 12.31% return. 1980, 25.77. You know, all the way up to 2006, we had 13.62. The negatives, 1994, negative 1.5. 5, 4%. And in 2018, we had negative 0.6.24%. Um, so, you know, if you look back in history, it doesn't mean it's all over just because the Fed's going to raise rates. Um, what I would be looking at it is tech companies specifically, any company that relies on future potential 
earnings, um, to, to generate share price or share value. Those are the companies that you want to be wary of in this type of market because interest rates will have a direct effect on their future value. So as the interest rates go up, it's going to impact what investors see value in those companies. Those are the ones that we've cycled out of. We don't want to be in companies like that. But overall, we're not forecasting the market's going to crash because the, the Fed's fighting inflation. But overall, for retirees, what can we do? Look, you have to assume a little risk. You can't go in your bank account. What is your bank account paying you? Point point six? You know, not even a percent. No, exactly. Inflation's running seven and a half. So, you know, equities are traditionally a living wage and, and stocks are usually the best way to keep up with inflation, but you gotta be comfortable with that risk. And that's why we want to take a look at those two things, your time horizon and your risk tolerance to see if you can assume enough risk to get into equities to keep up with that inflation level. Well, and as you segment someone's you know portfolio there is money that is always safe and that's what we need today yeah. and that's what we use today and you've got money that that you've, is put aside for five years or ten years down the line that's the money that you can put at risk and you know make it work for you you got it and you know we can make these plans as simple and as easy as pie here and and you know a lot of clients like that my main goal is to safeguard that income I want that absolute I want to make sure that our clients have that income level that they need to age 100 um, because because again, I'm not looking them in the eye when they're 85 and say, oh, you know what? I didn't think the market was going to do this. No, you never put all your eggs in one basket. There's there's tools out there that we can use to make sure that we have a portion of your money, especially the income portion, guaranteed. Again, that allows me to get a little bit more aggressive with the investments and hopefully that outpaces everything. But we don't have a guarantee on that, Steve. So we can't throw it all in on the investment side. As much as our guys, you know, the guys out there would love to do that, you can't put all your eggs in one basket into the equities. Excellent. Absolutely. 800-930-5905. And again, you know, the question is, so when do you want to retire? At what age? And I think we have an odd view of that sometimes. And, you know, whatever is in our head, that's when we're going to retire. And that doesn't necessarily work out that way. I mean, you know, I know a lot of folks, I'm just going to keep working until I'm 70 or more. I can't even tell you how many dudes have walked in my office and said, retire. I'm not going to retire. I'm going to walk. I'm going to work till I'm dead. <laughs> you know, and that's not a retirement plan. That's just just a wish. You can't depend on that. And that's the thing is, look, health is the biggest factor out there, Steve. And you don't know, you know, God forbid you become disabled or you lose the ability or you lose your job, you lose your ability to earn money, something happens, life can throw curveballs out there. That's why planning comes into play. But you know, zeroing in sometimes you look, when is enough? When when have you saved enough to say, you know what, I can tell the boss, take this job and shove it, I can get out of this thing and, you know, go off into the sunset and knock out my bucket list. When is that magic? number for you. It depends on what your lifestyle is like, you know, and that's why we analyze those three critical spending phases in retirement. And we understand that first phase when you tell your boss, see you later, it's going to be probably your biggest expenditure because you're free. You know, you're going to go do those things that you want to do. We need to account for that. We need to make sure that second phase, you're kind of dialed in, Steve, you know what you want to do. Um, you might go out to lunch once a week. You're going to be playing golf. You have your expenses is pretty much dialed in. It's going to be the most level phase of your retirement. And then that third phase is that last phase, you know, the golden years where, you know, you'd rather watch something on TV. I know that the Phoenix Open is going on this week and, you know, you'd rather, you'd rather watch it on TV than go out there. You know, oh, that's yeah. that third phase. So your expenses are at an all time low. These are all things that we take into consideration when we're trying to pinpoint the optimal age for our clients to retire is say, look, let's look at your lifestyle. Let's look at your savings. Let's see what we can do and let's see what we can get you out of that job and off to knock out that bucket list. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't know about you, Joe, but I, I, watching golf on TV is always better than trying to be there. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? I, I grew up, I was a caddy. So I was carrying golf bags for a living. So I walked so many golf courses and I, you know, I still play not as much as I'd like to, but you know, I probably play like once or twice a year. So I totally stink now, but I grew up around golf and yeah. for sure, I would much rather watch it on TV than go out there and chase these guys around. But I know that the, a lot of people do enjoy going to those tournaments. They're oh, a lot absolutely. of fun. Well, I was watching on TV. Yeah. So before we run out of time, I want to touch on social security again and that is probably the biggest decision, in my opinion, that a, that a married couple will make going into retirement. 
is claiming Social Security. It's it's a strategy. There's, it's got to be. It's not a standalone decision. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things that we take a look at. The great thing about this firm is it's not me, it's Amber. Amber's a, so, a certified Social Security analyst. So when we're sitting down with our clients, we're going to look at the optimal. And, and a lot of financial advisors use software. And that's fine. You know, it's going to pinpoint the optimal, the optimal time to declare. What you want to be wary of is the pitfalls. You know, obviously, you know, if, if you're working still or your spouse is working and, you know, you elect benefits, you don't want to get that reduction. You have to be aware of that 19 grand threshold, you know, things like that you have to be in consideration. But health is, is really the biggie that we take a look at. You know, we want to know longevity. We're going to ask, you know, what, what was your parents' health like before we choose an election period to maximize those benefits from Social Security? Because, you know, you got that FRA age and then every year that you defer up to age 70, it's 8%. And this is a very, Social Security is an extremely valuable annuity. You can't run out of it. So you got to be very careful when you elect. It's something that we are going to do with all our clients and make sure that we are electing at the optimal time for their specific situation. It's interesting. And I know we got to take a break here, Joe, but sure. I, I'm curious, but because you said, Amber, you know, and again, I work with advisors all over the country and I hear it all the time. Well, we've got this fantastic software that costs a billion dollars or whatever. But you said you, you take a different you take a different attack on that. Yeah. I mean, you have to. You have to take account. Look, the softwares are great out there. Everyone right. that knows me knows that, you know, I look at people, I look at situations, I assume things that, uh, you know, a computer is just not going to do. That's why having a relationship with our clients is so important, Steve, because look, I'm going to look at things that no one else is. Amber's going to consider things that software isn't. Software is very impersonal. You plug in numbers, it spits out the thing. I'm not relying on that solely to determine what's going to happen with my client's future or when to elect something. I want to understand different things and how they could possibly affect it. And like I said, you know, we need to get to know our clients to really help them out. Boy, I like what you say there, Joe. That's so important. Folks, if you'd like to get in and, and have that conversation and begin to put your own plan together, give Joe a call right now and get on the calendar. Yep. And we are going to do it one more time, guys. And thanks for lighting up those phones. So if you're one of the next 10 callers with at least $250,000 saved for retirement, we are going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you are in need of a full-blown retirement plan. There's absolutely no no cost or obligation for our radio listeners that call in right now. This analysis is going to include a fee report and a portfolio risk assessment, which will untangle the cost of your current advisor and help you understand how much risk you're taking with your investments. And guys, that's so important at these levels. Next, we're going to include a tax analysis to determine if we can reduce your overall tax burden and increase your cash flow. And then finally, guys, we're going to create that customized lifetime income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income for the rest of your life. Let us help you take the guesswork out of retirement planning. I know these 10 spots go quick every week, Steve. Give our radio listeners that magic number to call. 800-930-5905. You heard Joe. 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are right now. But more importantly, you're going to have that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. When we come back, it's time once again for questions from you and answers from me. That and more right after this. The content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 